0: Here we go again.
1: To drinking beer, and talk, and fantasy sports. This is episode six. You're joined by Christian Peruse and John Ryder. John, how's it going today, buddy?
0: I'm good. How are you, man?
1: Oh, I'm pretty good. I uh, it's a great week. It's it's uh, the best week of the year for for me. I think we've had uh, two drafts so far, and we got another one tomorrow night. So it's it's like Christmas for me.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've got another one the next week. We finished up the slow draft last week, so it's like, I think I have, I have five this year. So that's pretty good. <laughs> that's
1: solid, yeah. Yeah, It's uh, we put a lot of work into all this, so this week is we put it all on the line, and it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, so far,
0: so good, but we'll dig into that a little bit later.
1: For sure, for sure. Um, yeah, what beer are you drinking today?
0: I have a farmhouse ale from the Dandy Brewing Company in Calgary we're big fans of the dandy brewing company they're great um this is a limited release beer at seven percent um really funky a little caramely um kind of uh just looking at it you know a coppery amber kind of color really good Not not nice. poppy or anything yeah it's nice
1: right on well i have what about you yeah i got uh my all-time favorite beer It is a Short Hills Hazy IPA from Bench Brewery just down the road from my house. Super convenient having a brewery, uh, a stone throw away. Um, Yeah, I get this one all the time, at least four or five of them, just just for the week and then mix in some other craft beers. But this is definitely my favorite. Um, Nice. Yeah, it pours uh, slightly, you know, hazy blonde. Uh, It's really tropical. So it's got uh, like tangerines, apricots, mangoes, uh, you know, flavor notes like that. Um, it's a really good East Coast IPA. And it's what the heck percentage is, is this uh, 6.5. So, yeah, nice. that's, that's the way I like them.
0: <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. We like to pop in there when we make it down to your neck of the woods. So, yeah, always get there.
1: For sure. Yeah, I was uh, we were heading the same direction when he came down in the last visit and I knew you guys were popping <laughs> Yeah, You count you know. me
0: going there. <laughs>
1: yeah, after you though, it's a great spot.
0: Start off with a little bit of news quick hits. And then I've got a bit of a game for you, a who am I kind of NFL edition. I'll give you some stats and some interesting nuggets you try to guess the player, and I did cool. one from each kind of fantasy relevant position.
1: Sounds good.
0: And then uh, we did a few drafts, so we can kind of tear those apart a little bit and see what we like, what we didn't like, and what our strategies were. Yeah. And maybe get the rosters up online and see what uh, the people think of them.
1: The Twitter's fair, for sure.
0: Yeah. And then a uh, quick League of League update, and we'll, we'll call it a wrap for today.
1: Cool, man. Yeah, this is going to be a fun one. Just uh, going through our mocks, and not sorry, our mocks, but our our actual drafts. Actual
0: uh, drafts, no more mocks.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, this will be a fun podcast.
0: Yeah, you want to uh, kick us off with uh, some news here? Start us with uh, NBA and MLB run-through?
1: For sure, yeah. The uh, NBA doesn't have a ton going on. They're in their off-season, summer league's all done. But little tidbits are coming out here and there. Um, The biggest one right now, The Ben Simmons saga is continuing, uh, but the kind of the tables have turned. He's actually saying now he won't report to camp and that he wants to trade. So, uh, you know, all, you know, just after the basketball season ended, they were looking to offload him for uh, a King's ransom. Really. They were asking, I don't know, a couple first rounds, a couple roster players. So tons of pieces, uh, obviously they didn't get it, but, uh, yeah, he sounds like he's just sick of it and he wants it out of Philly.
0: <laughs> yeah, a little drama there.
1: I don't blame him. That's, yeah, the team doesn't want you or or, or whatever. And yeah, the feelings are mutual now, it sounds like. Right on. Um, MLB, uh, a couple uh, injuries here and a couple guys coming back. Uh, Albies was carted off a couple days ago. He hit a foul ball off his, his leg. Uh, Completely random, but uh, x-rays came back negative. So it sounds like just a really big uh, contusion, just a few days off, and he should be back, which is great news for us. We just picked him up in our League of Leagues team. So uh, we were holding our breath a little bit on that one. Uh, Zach Renke was placed on the COVID list. Um, George Springer and Corey Kluber are back from the IL. So uh, that's a pretty good boost for (laughs) their respective teams. Might be a little too little too late, but we'll see. It's always fun to watch these guys, especially George Springer.
0: Yeah, maybe uh, not the best for their teams, but uh, if you've got them on your fantasy IR spot, you're pretty happy right now a week before playoffs.
1: Yeah, for sure, for <laughs> sure. Uh, what do we got for NHL? Uh,
0: not a whole lot going on there. The big news this week was uh, Jesperi, Kouk, Uh, uh He was given an offer sheet from Carolina. He signed it and accepted it for a little over $6 million, which probably an overpay on their part. Like, he wasn't going to get that in Montreal, and the stats don't really support it. But I think that was a little bit of uh, Carolina telling Montreal to shove it after they offer sheeted uh, Sebastian Ajo last year. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: And, uh, yeah, definitely – no love lost between the two teams in this in the off season moves with some of their young players. Yeah, um, I'm a Montreal fan. I'm not happy to see it, but I don't think uh, Montreal will be able to afford it. They've got just a couple days here to decide. But I think he ends up in Carolina next year. Again, probably overpaid, but it's a nice boost for a good team that's going to be really competitive next year.
1: Yeah. Um, Two things here. Yeah. Um, first of all, I'm glad you uh, you know, said his name because I've been staring at this all day and I'm like, I'm gonna <laughs> screw this up on the pod. I heard enough time
0: in the playoffs. So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> for sure. And the other thing is, uh, yeah, the, the picks that Montreal would get are pretty good, like a first and a third or whatever. So not bad. Not a bad return.
0: Yeah, it's not a complete loss, but it is like another one of Montreal's first round draft picks that doesn't pan out whether it's scale or lose them some way or yeah but uh yeah you know he was he was part of a core of young guys there so in a way it kind of sucks just team chemistry wise and that kind of thing totally um and then tolvanen another young guy uh i think this was his rookie season last year in nashville uh 22 points in 40 games he resigned there for um the next three years on a nice little deal with them I think he's going to be a productive guy. He was—he led their team in power play goals. He had 11 and 44, which is a pretty good pace for a young guy who was playing his first uh, year in the NHL. So, oh yeah, yeah, good for or good for Nashville there to sign him.
1: Cool.
0: And then uh, NFL again. It's we're a week before the season starts here, and it's busy. Um, Irv Smith, tight end for Minnesota Vikings. We got news just pretty recently here. He's done for the year. He was kind of flyer territory of your tight ends, but he was getting drafted fairly often. Um, but he's a loss now. If you already drafted, he may as well be dropped there.
1: Yep, big um, breakout candidate. Yeah, he was.
0: He was getting some hype, so um, maybe next year. Mac Jones was named uh, the starter in New England. I think you're pretty excited about that.
1: Oh, yeah. Mac and
0: cheese time. I'm so pumped. <laughs> yeah, Cam seemed to take his uh, his cut gracefully when he didn't make the 53-man roster. So, um, yeah, they're gonna ride the rookie next year and or this year and uh, let him play. He's he showed some good stuff in preseason. So, if it translates, maybe that's a boost for the fantasy guys there. Yep. Um, J.K. Dobbins, he's out for the year, torn ACL. Um. Sucks for the player, of course, but uh maybe provide some backfield clarity if you're drafting anytime soon. Uh Gus Edwards is basically the only show in town right now with a little bit of Justice Hill sprinkled in. Um Yeah, again, if you drafted, though, this is why I don't like to draft too early, because you would have lost your uh, probably third round running back. And then... I don't think there was any huge surprises in roster cuts. Cam Newton was maybe the one that got the most attention, but uh, Brashad Perryman in Detroit got cut, which you have to be pretty bad to get get cut from Detroit's wide receiver crew. Uh, John Brown out of uh, Las Vegas, the Raiders there, he was cut. I was a little bit surprised, but he might find a home somewhere else. And then some deep fantasy relevant pieces that um, if you're in a dynasty league, might be relevant. Dwayne Haskins made Pittsburgh's roster after being cut by Washington uh, last year. And Josh Rosen, he made the Falcons. And both those teams are going to have quarterback vacancies pretty soon here. So, yeah. Anything cool. else uh, out of NFL that uh, popped out to you?
1: Uh, just a little uh, addition. Uh, I think Brashad Paramount actually signed in Chicago today, so he found a home pretty quickly. Oh, that didn't take long? No, and cam newton i think has been rumored to be going to dallas um so just keep an eye on that could have some relevance as a backup there or um just i don't know you you don't know exactly what's going on with prescott he's supposed to start the year but yeah could have some relevance if he ends up there if
0: if prescott didn't play a significant stretch of the year i could see cam being an option they did bring in uh the backup from carolina i saw today too will greer Um, will greer right yep so I don't know if they were thinking about it for depth, or they're thinking about we need a starter. But
1: yeah, yeah, I don't think they like their backups. They dumped Danucci. They dumped them all. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: So yeah, cool. I, I think Cam will find a spot before the end of the year. There's going to be a QB vacancy by injury or uh, poor performance or something like that. So for sure, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll miss him. He's a good leader in, in New England, and uh, like you said, he took it pretty gracefully. He's a he's a professional. Yeah. And you know, in the locker room. He was a great locker room guy. Uh, yeah, I was a little shocked to see him just get straight up released. Yeah, me too. But, but... Uh, I think he's just a very big personality, and it's tough for a young quarterback to take over and just have that kind of situation behind him, nipping at your heels. So, the pressure uh, might have been relieved with him being released.
0: Yeah, for sure, and I don't know. They have a capable backup there, I guess, instead of uh, he's had stints in uh, some game action so yeah
1: yeah
0: how's that beer going down
1: it's going great I uh this is my second I was finished work at a good time tonight and I decided to get into it before the pod which I think was a good idea because I'm loving this beer <laughs>
0: yeah good yeah feeling how's yours? How's um, yours doing? good this is the first time I've ever had it it's really good I, I love it it's uh nice and malty kind of complex and the yeast is uh i love farmhouse yeast like it gives off some real funky aromas and that kind of thing i like yeah it.
1: yeah
0: you know while i was uh killing a little bit of time today i put together a bit of a game for us and i got four players that i'm gonna have you try to guess um that i kind of think are Undervalued, getting forgotten, those kinds of things. Um, but we're going to do a who am I.
1: Um, okay.
0: We'll start <laughs> Let's out do it. The, we'll start a quarterback. So I'll give you some hints. All right. And if you don't get them by the time I run out of hints, I'll give you the answer here. But okay. I think you'll get a couple of these at least. All right. That sounds great. Um, so this person was last year's QB 11, and no cheating. You might have the rants <laughs> open in front of you or something.
1: No,
0: no. Uh, I was last year's QB 11. I'm currently being drafted at QB 18. I finished with just. 34 fewer yards than Aaron Rodgers last year. 4,265 to his about 4,300. Um, good for eighth in the league. He had 35 TDs last year. That's six in the league, only behind Rogers, Brady's Mahomes, Allen and Wilson. Um, any ideas yet? Any guesses? Who this? I want is? to
1: say Ryan Tannehill.
0: It's not Ryan Tannehill. Not being Ryan. drafted QB eighteen this year. Uh, he's been in the league since twenty fifteen. His mm. best finish in that time was QB four, and his worst finish in that time was QB thirteen. His last year's eleven, this year's eighteen. Finished last year's eleven, not drafted okay. there.
1: Is it Tom Brady? No, no, no.
0: <laughs> you you got to dig deeper on your on your QB list this year.
1: <laughs> Big Ben.
0: Not Big Ben. That's all the clues I got for you. Matt, Ryan. I'll give you one more clue. Okay. First week matchup is first Cincy.
1: It's Kirk
0: Cousins. Oh my goodness!
1: All <laughs> <Over> reliable.
0: <laughs> yeah, I when I was looking at his numbers, I was like, "How is this possible?" That Jeez. He was six and in, in touchdowns in some pretty good company. Rogers, Brady, Mahomes, Allen, Wilson were ahead, and right there in the yardage, like eighth. That's pretty solid. The uh, the interceptions kind of killed him last year a little bit, but still finished at eleven. And his worst year ever was thirteen. So, I don't know if you're drafting late QB and you want to really save floor with somebody who's probably going to finish top 15, maybe Kirk Cousins is the guy.
1: Um, yeah, that's so crazy how late he's going <laughs> with all that. <laughs> yes.
0: I thought yeah. so, too, when I was looking through things. So I got another fun one here. Cool. Um, this was – we'll go on to RB. This okay. is last year's RB9. He had – um. 1,065 yards rushing, 12 rushing TDs. Yeah. Not much receiving work, 238 receiving yards, 33 receptions. Um, he actually rushed for more yards than Zeke by about 100 and had six more touchdowns on the ground. He's currently being drafted at RB17. So he's last year's nine. This year's 17. He's still the RB1 for their team as we know it. Um, he was actually tied for third last year. Um, tied with Nick Chubb. So, take that name off the board and you know he wasn't going at RB17. Tied for third in touchdowns with 12 behind only Kamara, Cook and Henry. Mm. Really fantasy relevant guy. Yeah, um... James last, Robinson? Last year's nine. This year's 17. That's a good guess, I think, is zero receiving touchdowns. Um, he actually put up almost identical numbers to Nick Chubb and did hey, it in Gibson. Games. It's Josh Jacobs.
1: Oh, my gosh. I was looking <laughs> at that guy. I was like,
0: there's
1: no way. <laughs> yes.
0: Tied for tied for fourth, sorry, in touchdowns last year. Isn't that crazy on the ground? It is,
1: yeah. I don't know. I'm not a huge Josh Jacobs fan this year. <laughs> He's going no. in the third round. It's, it's expensive for him, but, man. Yeah.
0: I he think did have TD, a good line last year. He did. Some of the TD numbers were a little bit wonky. Um, he had, let me see, nine of his 12 TD games, Came in multi touchdown games, so that kind of skews it a bit. Like so a lot of weeks, he were very disappointed. And week one, he had three touchdowns. So,
1: yeah, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I had talked about Jacobs a couple of weeks ago. We were doing running backs or whatever for for that division. And when they win games, he's dynamite. But when they're That's losing, true. he sucks.
0: <laughs> yeah, and that might be some of that uh, multi game
1: touchdown issue. Yeah, best yeah. ball. He sounds like a, a really nice pick.
0: Yeah, for sure. Actually, um, yeah. Outdid Zeke last year in the same number of games on the ground, so...
1: Unreal. um
0: And actually finished higher, even though he had far less receiving work than Zeke got, so... Damn. Yeah. All right, who do you got okay. for receiver? Let's see if I can actually... You're, all, you're all for... Struggling. This <laughs> is somebody I've, I've beat the drum for a little bit this year. Um, unfortunately, I've beat the drum for a few guys around this place, but... Uh, <laughs> So he was last year's wide receiver 18, very firmly wide receiver 2. This year, his ADP for wide receiver, he's going um, off the board as the 32nd wide receiver. Uh, He's currently being drafted as a wide receiver 3 on his team. He's finished as a top 10 before in his career. Right, Juju. Led, Juju's yes, he, yes got Juju. It. <laughs> yeah You got that one. Um, the last things I was going to say, he led the team in receptions with 97 and tied the team for touchdowns with uh, nine, tied with Claypool. Um, yeah, and basketball nugget there, he was seventh last year in the league in receptions. So PPR value is, is pretty big there if he continues to get that kind of work. It's short yardage work, but it all adds up. So, yeah,
1: yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, he's going after Jerry Judy, after T Higgins, after Corey Davis, Brandon Cooks. Uh, yeah, he's being he's being, like a, he's being uh, underrated for sure. Like
0: a very like a low end wide receiver three. If you're in a pretty standard league, he's like barely a flex consideration at that rate. Yeah, just based on ADP alone. Oh boy, well, I'm glad I got one you got one you can go two for two here you can go 500 so um tight end so this was last year's tight end seven um and he did it in just 14 games uh he's currently going as tight end 13. he was fourth in yards at the position he was behind only kelsey waller and hawkinson Not Fant. Uh, He was uh, just 20 yards behind Hawkinson, actually, um, and tied him with six TDs as well. Is it Jonu? Not Jonu. And it's somebody that, um, with the injury potential with the receivers on the team, I think has the chance to emerge again as maybe a top target on his team.
1: (laughs) You're not doing Zach Ertz, are you? I am not. Uh, this is, is it Goddard, his
0: teammate? It is not. Okay, oh my gosh. Water, tight end seven. And actually, had he played one more game at the rate he was scoring points, he actually would have been um, tight end five had he played just even one more game, 15 of 16. The tight end is Mike Gasicki. Jeez, okay. <laughs> okay. Last year, tight, tight end seven going at 13 right now, so... You know, if every team drafts one tight end, he's not even off the board in most leagues.
1: Oh, man. If Tua takes a step forward, too, he's golden. He exactly. seems like one of those guys that could just make the jump, right? There's always a couple guys like that every year in tight end. Yeah. Um,
0: Will Fuller's already hurt. Parker probably won't be long before he is, too. So, yeah, hey, yeah. if you're punting on tight end, that is a... I think that's a very safe bet for a tight end who could easily finish in the top 10
1: for sure. Yeah. He's going around 10 right now. It's great value. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. One for four.
1: That is no good. I think uh, I've gotten to a point where I'm just consuming too much knowledge <laughs> and I have too many names in my head and I'm overthinking these guys. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. The Kirk Cousins one was, it surprised me.
1: Cool. Just like that was the fun. Numbers. Yeah. I'm gonna have to hit you back next week with a challenge too like that and see how you yeah. do. Yeah, so.
0: me in front of the
1: world. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. We're used to it. <laughs> All right, yeah. Now we can talk about our drafts. Yeah, um, where do you wanna start with them? Let's let's start with our home league. Well, my home league. I think it's your home league too. Basically, yeah. Been in this one for this is our I think our ninth year. With more or less the same crew, so, yeah, it's my home league. Yeah, I, th-
0: I think this is the first league I was in, so,
1: been here a while. I'm, uh,
0: I think 0 for 9 on championships, <laughs> out. <so. laughs> yeah.
1: It's a tough league. It's weird. uh, you got some some peeps that really know what they're doing, and then you got people that just kind of might well pick <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, they they win at times, too, so... Yeah, Spanish nothing's guaranteed. So. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we did this draft um, this past Monday night.
0: Yeah, league is uh, quarterback, to running back, three wide receiver, tight end, flex, and defense kicker, half PPR. So only thing uh, a little bit of different is we go three wide there.
1: Yeah, yeah. Last year we did the super flex, and we – kind of made the switch to uh, three wide receiver instead. Um, I think that mm-hmm. some of the teams weren't really sure what to do with the super flex and didn't grab quarterbacks and just were at a disadvantage, so.
0: Yeah, and I think at, with the depth of wide receiver, three is fine to go with nowadays yeah. with how much how much receiving work there is. this like It's even different than nine years ago when we started, right? There's yeah. going to be 36 <laughs> relevant
1: wide receivers for sure. For sure. Um, so John, <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: exactly. John picked seventh in this one?
0: Yep, I picked seventh, a spot I kind of mocked from a few times before too, so pretty yeah, familiar with
1: yeah. it. I picked 12th, so I, yeah, I always do the back end. I never have a shot at the first three or four picks, so I'd rather control the draft as much as I can and and get the back-to-back picks at the end of the round. Yeah, the only, the only thing there
0: is sometimes you end up Reaching for a guy you don't want to miss when twenty-two picks are twenty-two picks are going to go ahead of you. Yeah, for or you're you really hoping somebody falls when you're watching the the picks go off the board twenty-two yeah. times in a row.
1: <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, let's start it off. What uh, you liked about your draft, and then I'll uh, I'll kind of go what I liked about my draft, how it felt to me, and then I'll say you know a couple words about yours and just some funny stuff that happened in the draft to other teams.
0: Yeah, it was a bit of an odd one for me. I didn't I didn't mind – like, I liked my first pick. I've done this a bunch of times. I took Tyreek Hill at seventh. I think he's – him or Jones – or Devontae Adams, sorry, are going to be the wide receiver one, uh, barring injury. And I think Hill just has more game-winning weeks kind of thing. So I was happy to take him there. And I'd even gone two wide receivers in a row – and then been happy being able to pick off running backs but uh, in the third and fourth and fifth round. But I didn't go that route. I actually went four straight wide receivers just with <laughs> what was falling to me and banking on, uh, you know, maybe some running back value still being there and being able to find it in this league. So, yeah, I went Hill, DeAndre Hopkins, McLaurin, and Lockett with my first four picks, which uh, may be questionable. That, I filled my three wide receiver spots and flex. Um, Meant my running backs had a little bit to be desired there. So I went basically full zero RB.
1: Yeah. um, Yeah, I'll uh, talk about your roster after we can do that. Um, I uh, picked at 12. Like I said, I usually pick uh, Tyreek Hill if he's sitting there, but uh, John obviously grabbed him uh, at seven. Uh, Travis Kelsey, I, I like to take there too, but he went a couple spots in front of me, and then, uh, yeah, Aaron Jones was sitting there, so I thought that was great value at 12. He was, it was. Uh, I don't normally go running back in the first round. I like kind of the more, you know, zero RB strategy that John was referring to. So, yeah, I went Jones. Um, Stefan Diggs was number one in my rankings uh, for the year at receiver, so he was sitting there at uh, the first pick of the second round. So I started off really well, I got Jones, Diggs, and then it was too juicy to pass up. I don't really ever take him anywhere, but Darren Waller fell to me um, at my third pick. And then probably my favorite player to follow this year, I've talked about him a bunch in the pod, but CeeDee Lamb was my fourth pick. Uh, I got awesome value for for all these guys, so I was feeling pretty pretty good after my first four picks. Um, yeah. my running backs after that, I, I don't know what happened. I was trying to hit, um, for Mark Andrews, like I was going to grab another tight end, but I, I'm not sure I wasn't paying attention or it just glitched on me, but I ended up with Cream Hunt and Daryl Henderson, which, which is fine. It's a half PPR league. So these guys catch some balls and, um, Kareem Hunt's, you know, not just a handcuff, right. And, and if, he does get that number one role. He's like a top five guy. So after that, I just tried you know? to stockpile some receivers. I went Cook, Debo Samuel, Corey Davis. You know, a few guys that we've talked about a lot in the podcast. Um, yeah, I let quarterback slide to the what the heck round is this? Um, I think tenth or eleventh. I waited too long at quarterback. And... Yeah,
0: you got somebody off your hands. <laughs>
1: Uh John was loving this when it happened. Joe Burrow, that's my quarterback. The guy that I, you know, faded in the podcast a couple weeks ago is I think, my quarterback.
0: Uh, you said under no circumstance were you drafting <laughs> the players off that list.
1: <laughs> yeah, super uh, upset about it. Just I did actually get him in the 12th, so the value was there. Yeah, uh, totally. The, you know, I could have went with Trevor Lawrence, but Joe Burrow's got... Better weapons the next year in the league. He is coming off an injury, but I think he can hopefully get it together, uh, you know, after the first few games. Not thrilled about it. So I ended up taking Zach Wilson and Trey Lance, you know, a couple of picks after that. So one of those guys will pop or I'll make a deal for a quarterback. But other than that, I loved, uh, I loved how this draft went.
0: Yeah, you grabbed Zach Wilson and then a few days later, Tony Romo was out here saying he's going to be the next Patrick Mahomes. So yeah, maybe well, I get something. <laughs> I can hope. <laughs> right on and um, what happened with your daryl anderson pick i that one i didn't expect
1: no i uh that, that's the one i wasn't intending to grab i was trying to get uh, mark andrews you were and going to
0: double up on tight end
1: eh? yeah because of the flex position and just really control tight end and kind of throw a bit of a curveball to the team's drafting after me because you know it reduces the depth but yeah i'm okay with daryl anderson he's got the number one job on a Good offense, good coach. Yeah, he's gonna split some carries with Michelle, but that's that's okay. will uh, pick some guy off the wire, hopefully, hopefully. Cool.
0: <laughs> and with your um, what was it? You had uh, Aaron Jones and Stephon Diggs at the your first and second pick at the turn. Yeah. Was Devonte Adams already gone there?
1: He was. He went fifth.
0: Oh, he went fifth. He went, he went fifth real early in the draft. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So I so I'm guessing had Adams been there, you would have won Adams Diggs.
1: Definitely,
0: yeah. Yeah. Okay. But uh, yeah, you did pretty good there with Aaron Jones. And then I guess just to kind of flesh out the rest of my roster, I said I went four wide receivers. Yeah. Um and then I didn't grab a running back. I went Russell Wilson. Uh knowing how deep I was into zero R B and how thin I was gonna be there. I thought I'm going to be thin anyways. I may as well grab a quarterback left on the board who has the potential to finish as the quarterback one. There's a few obvious ones, but I think Russell Wilson could. Um, so I grabbed him there. I felt the value was okay at, uh, in the fifth round there. Um, quarterbacks kind of went early
1: too, so it was, thin, that was, yeah. it was thin by then. Yep. Um, and you got yeah. the stack with Lockett, right? I like that part a lot.
0: Oh, I got I got the double stack going on. I'll get to that later.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, and then, yeah, when I did finally start drafting my quarterbacks in the sixth and seventh round, I went Chase Edmonds and Raheem Mostert. Edmonds should get plenty of receiving work at least. And Mostert, um, he he's looked good in preseason.
1: He has. And, yep. He, he really
0: has. Um, the the co-chair likes to run. Um, so... I don't hate it. I just worry about the injury. That's always a problem there. Yep. And then I've also got Melvin Gordon. Uh, should be a starter for a little while there. Might end up in a timeshare, but uh, should be okay to start. And Jamal Williams, who week one at least ha- probably has a starting job, um, with Swift being used back into action. I want Michael Carter, too, even though I, I don't like him, but he's got the upside as a rookie running back who could emerge. Um. Naheem Hines, lots of PPR work. And then Ramondre Stevenson, just another guy who, who could pop. He's shown a lot of promise in the preseason. So, yeah, I went uh, a lot, a few high upside flyer RBs to hopefully hit on something and fill out my roster.
1: Yeah, no, you did well. Your first four picks, like, they, those are all, like, studs. They, they really fell to you. Um, I would have fallen, followed the same path if those guys were available to me um the running backs you kind of this is kind of your strategy you've done the last few years you, you grab like um these like middling running backs but you always end up with a few of them that pop so you're usually pretty safe at running back yeah and uh, last year
0: it was robinson and gaskin guys I didn't yeah even drop, exactly but people yeah. emerge
1: yeah they do so it, it's gonna happen um who did i really like about your roster here Oh, you grabbed your guys, Russell Gage, Terrace Marshall. I was pretty upset about because I was—he was in my queue, and I was, you know, <laughs> four or five picks away from grabbing him, and then he jacked him on me. But yeah, my last bench. That was a good, Marshall, good pick. So.
0: yeah, and then I got uh, Gerald Everett there for a tight end, kind of a uh, punt, punt pick. It was my absolute last pick before tight or before defense and kicker. Um, but I've talked about him in the past. So I think he's got uh, a path to some fantasy relevance, and you know. The double stack with Lockett.
1: Yeah. There was a run on tight ends right there. It went Blake Jarwin, Evan Ingram, and then he grabbed Everett, and he should have been the first guy taken in that run for sure.
0: Yeah, I think so. Um, Ingram, we've seen what he is, and Jarwin looks like he's maybe kind of in a 1AB situation on a team yeah. that
1: doesn't really target the tight end that much. Yeah, missed all last year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, any other funny things you saw in this draft? I know um, <laughs> there were some know, strange picks. On yeah, that. there were some strange things. So Patrick Mahomes went in the first round, which I've seen. That's not too outlandish. Um, Javante Williams went in the second round, which I was searching all over this board for him after <laughs> you mentioned the Malvin Gordon pick, and I was not expecting to see him in the second round. Yeah. Uh, and then that same guy who made those two picks also took Kyler Murray in the fourth. So he's he's got Mahomes and Murray and it's uh it's a one quarterback league. So um maybe it's somebody for
0: you to talk to about a quarterback.
1: It is, yeah. <laughs> he's he's gonna make a deal and honestly if he grabs a running back out of that deal, his team will be fine. They'll be looking good.
0: Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Um I guess anything on my roster that you you don't really like?
1: Um, yeah, it's, it's not, yeah, it, like your running backs might be a struggle. Chase Edmonds hasn't ever had really that, that number one role. He does catch a lot of passes. It's a great offense, but just need to see it. I guess this is the year for him to do it. Uh, Mostert, often injured. Melvin Gordon, um, he's got, you know, Javante nipping at his heels. He, he might have a DUI thing, you know, popping up some point this year. Uh-oh. Michael Carter hasn't looked great in camp, um, so there's just question marks at running backs. But yeah, if these things all work out right for you, you're golden. So well, I've got five and I only today. need two to fine. work out <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so just question marks, but that's why they were, uh, you know, drafted where they were.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and uh, looking at your roster, like obviously quarterback is not what you wanted or intended, or. Um, have even typically been mocking when I've seen it. Like absolutely the lowest I've seen you go is maybe maybe like maybe Brady.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And usually it's Handhill if like, you miss on everybody. Yeah, <laughs> usually it's a Murray, um Allen. Yeah, exactly. Like I go quarterback early.
0: Yeah, which is not always a strategy you've taken, but this year I think it's worth it with with three obvious like studs up there. Yeah. Um and then, I'm not a big fan of Brandon Cooks in your wide receiver three slot there, but you do have Samuel and you do have Davis, yep. who either one could probably fill that role if needed. I I was shocked when you took Brandon Cooks there, because earlier in the day, we'd just been really talking about how <laughs> terrible Houston is, and he, it's a mess there. So, w- was that the pick you wanted?
1: It was. He's going to get a lot of volume there. Not a great team, so they're going to be playing a lot of catch-up. It was a pure volume play. Uh, in hindsight, I could have gone, you know, Chennault, Tyler Boyd, uh, Devonta Smith. Any of those guys went after Cooks, but I just went for volume. He's not really competing with anybody in his offense for uh, for passes.
0: Right on, yeah. And then you took Kareem Hunt, who he's not the number one guy. He doesn't get all the running work. Um so he has really big games, and then he has some games that are just, you know, you're not too happy when you get six points out of your running back or something. But
1: for sure. Um, and you know, I might have been a spot where I went Gus Edwards, but uh, we had been talking about maybe the team, you know, signing somebody. Um, they what they got a number two that looks pretty good, but like yeah, even Justice in front of Hill. Justice Hill. Oh yeah,
0: uh, Williams.
1: I forget yeah, his first name. I think it's Tyson Williams.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Um. yeah, so it was, you know, Kareem Hunt, Daryl Henderson, Chase Edmonds was there. So, yeah. (laughs) Right on. Not thrilled, but he is my RB two.
0: And then you have a couple RB options on the bench. Zach Moss could could do something if he gets the goal line work there and they um, choose to try to protect Allen a little bit at the goal line. Maybe Moss finds a few more opportunities to cash in on some touchdowns. And then you have Tony Pollard, which is just like a lottery ticket. If uh, Zeke was ever hurt, but he might yeah. have some some standalone value. They yeah, they certainly trying to
1: get some standalone value with him this year. Yeah, so just more routes and whatever. But yeah, yeah,
0: I'm interested to see how it goes. Um, best team in the draft? You uh, what are you thinking? Best team in the draft? Yours? No, Um <laughs> Mine either. Mine either. I don't think it was. I didn't feel good about it after the four wide, even though I like those wide receivers a lot. Um, I'm just kind of going through our rosters here. You know what? Your, your brother actually has some pretty solid starters. His roster is Herbert, Najee Harris, Carson Adams, Godwin, T. Higgins, Goddard, Mike Davis. Like Mike Davis is.
1: His third running
0: back. <laughs> his third running back in his flex spot and the most questionable player. Like it gets a little thin on his bench. I don't even know if I believe he drafted this team himself. He must have had something <laughs> helping him. <laughs>
1: but, no, I think a lot of stuff just fell to him. Yeah. He just hit gold. It happens to someone in the draft every year. Yeah, he's got a pretty it's, solid team right spot. So. Yeah.
0: Um, my wife, I think, did okay. Sharon, her team. Looked pretty solid. She got the QB that you wanted. She got Tannehill, yeah. uh, Jonathan Taylor, and she's a big Indy fan. Sure. Chubb Evans, Woods, Brandon Ayuk, Mark Andrews, who you also wanted. Yeah. And then she went uh Devontae Smith at her flex, but also has Rojo and James Conner on her bench. So some options to mix and match on her flex spot there.
1: Yeah, she's got a pretty deep team.
0: Yeah. And to be honest, it was just it was what last night. I haven't had time to go through all the rosters that thoroughly.
1: So yeah, yeah, we'll we'll get into it more this this year, I'm sure. Okay, well, that was our home league draft. It was a lot of fun. Um, it's all good people. We've been in this league for nine years now, so obviously, we have a lot of fun in this league. Yeah, this will be my year. Let's hope. Let's hope. I think I got two. Um, I think I've yeah, t- you've got is, Brian's got two or three or something like that. I think Maybe Brian might have three. Yeah, he might have three. He's on the wall for a while. <laughs> yeah. Last year, uh, Steph won. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, last year, I think it was women that finished top three. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have
0: a good mix of men and women in the league, too. So, I was kind of yeah. fun. some spouses and partners yeah. and that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They're all good fantasy players, too. Everyone's pretty solid in this league.
0: Yeah, sometimes they take and they can take it serious sometimes. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> the trade talks are hilarious.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Okay, and then cool. We had
0: another big draft. Uh, yeah. it was kind of different. We did. Uh, I think it's called a guillotine league, and yeah. this was a super deep league. It's seventeen players. The league obviously the league goes for seventeen weeks, and you're not in a head-to-head matchup. Each week, just the lowest scoring team gets eliminated. So week one, you could be out and not playing for the rest of the year. When you're done, your players drop to the waiver wire, and the the remaining teams can bid on them. So I imagine by middle of the year, these rosters are going to get pretty stacked. When we're down to you know six, seven, eight teams, and the other eight teams have all, other eight, nine, ten teams have all put their players on the wire for bidding. So. Um, It's going to be really interesting. It's the first time I've done this. And Superflex League, two running back, two wide receiver. uh, Superflex basically operates as a second quarterback. But in a 17-team league, that is not possible to get two starting quarterbacks for every team. So um, the rosters are all over the place in this.
1: They really are. There's uh, some stellar teams, and there's some real bad teams that... We're not paying attention to scoring settings and, you know, kind of waited to round 10 for a quarterback and missed out.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Pay attention to your league settings. Pay attention to what's going on. And there was a couple of guys saying I mocked with 12 teams. I mocked with 14. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, There was an auto draft team in there that looks really unfortunate. So, (laughs) yeah, they put money forward and just let it auto draft. They are easily going to be a week one, I think so. We might all be safe there.
1: Yeah. How all right. Do you think you well, did? Yeah, I uh, I love this draft. Um, I really like Superflex League, so I go quarterback as early as possible. I hit it um, really early this draft. I grabbed Josh Allen. I was picked six. Uh my homes went number two. And I was the next guy to take a quarterback at quarterback at six. Uh, in the first round, I think what did we run through? When I got here, five quarterbacks, six quarterbacks in a 17-person yeah. league. So They went quick, yeah. By the
0: time it got to me, I was picked 10. The top three quarterbacks were off the board. Murray Allen, Mahomes were all gone. And then a f- maybe even one other. Yeah,
1: when Tyler I, was gone and Prescott.
0: Prescott, yeah. I, so I, there was, you know, at that point, six, seven others on the board that I'm pretty comfortable with. So, I did end up going again, Tyreek Hill. I have a lot of Tyreek Hill exposure this year. You sure but do. at 10, That's not a bad thing. <laughs> yeah. So, at 10, I took Tyreek Hill and got my quarterbacks, my next two picks. So, and still did pretty well that way. That way, I ended up with Rodgers coming back in my second pick. And third, I ended up with Tannehill, um, which I loved. I got uh, maybe the number one wide receiver and two very solid quarterbacks.
1: Yep. Yeah, so, round three, uh, that's where Tannehill went so let's just go to show you how fast these guys went off the board yeah
0: <laughs> yeah and there was not much left after that but of course they all every starter was gone
1: Yeah, yeah uh so yeah i went uh josh allen second round i went antonio gibson i uh, hit the washington football team drum again and picked terry mclaurin uh my round four was mark andrews and then round five i grabbed trevor lawrence so that was my second quarterback yeah, that's a nice pick there. Um, yeah, he had a pretty solid efficient preseason. He's going to put up he's going to put up um nice fantasy numbers this year. Yeah, he should be serviceable in those first few weeks for sure. Exactly. And that's that's all we got to think of is a couple weeks at a time in in this kind of setup. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, your team's not going to be your team as it is today. Should look very different 5 6 weeks from now. Exactly. With the number of players that are about to be hitting the wire. So yeah. Yeah, no, I think he did well that way.
1: I was pretty happy with my team. I don't usually draft uh, Gibson and McLaurin, just nature of being at the end of the rounds. But they're yeah. super effective players, and they're both going to have a hell of a year. One, they got a new quarterback. Uh, they dropped Peyton Barber. Uh, I think yesterday, so you know a lot of that goal line work that Antonio Gibson kind of uh, deferred.
0: It, yeah. It's all his this year. Yeah, and I think I'll just I'll say a new to them quarterback maybe.
1: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> what six or seven teams? That's that's very true. I have.
0: I think he's going for a record. I think he might even be above that. But yeah, Fitzpatrick there should help both those guys. I think over versus what they were playing with last year. No offense to uh, um, Alex Smith and a few others that got worked in, but uh, yeah, I was I was happy with mine too. Again, I went running back pretty late. Um, in my mind, thinking there's going to be running backs out there later, yeah. I may as well grab the best players I can find at this point.
1: Yeah. So
0: I think my fourth pick, never even picked him in a mock before. Deontay Johnson, um, he's going to get a lot of targets. Uh, I was very happy with him there with what was left on the board. Uh, I followed that up with Cortland, Cortland Sutton. Then I think I finally went Melvin Gordon, um, Lavisca Chenault, on my bench. And then Naheem Hines as my RB two. Um, I'm probably one of the thinner teams at running back, but I make for it, make up for it elsewhere. I think.
1: Yeah, for sure. That's yeah. That's the only concern I would have for your squad. But you just got to make it through the first week, uh, first couple weeks, and that's an yeah. easy spot to shore up because you know other teams that are already stocked at, at running back aren't going to be bidding on those guys.
0: Yeah, Gus, Bus, and uh, Saquon Barkley should hit the wire week one.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that team is a whole budget. terrible.
0: Yeah, yeah. so um, I wouldn't mind saving a few bucks and grabbing Gus to fill in if I can get him at the right price. Yeah. Um, one thing. And then I, really, I oh,
1: Go ahead.
0: No, go ahead, buddy. I was gonna say I, and then I again, kind of punted on tight end, but I did want a little bit more of a sure thing going into week one, knowing eliminations on the line than Gerald Everett. So I went Jared Cook, who I think should be fine. He'll get targets of week one.
1: Oh, yeah. Hunter Henry did great in that offense.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I was fine with that there. That kind of uh, runs
1: out my team. Of course you grabbed your boy uh,
0: round 11. Yeah, Ramondre Stevenson. Very short <laughs> here, But I threw it Stevenson is. on there because, who knows, Harris gets injured or Belichick likes what he sees with an explosive guy. Like, I think he can do it with 10 touches and crack 100 yards one game.
1: For sure. Yeah, The uh, that's the funny – not funny, sorry. That, that's the thing about this league is there's three bench spots. Yeah. So you can't even, like, stockpile guys that you have – you know, you're expecting to have a, a good second half of the season or anything like that. Yeah. It, with 17 players,
0: one. it was impossible. Like, the what we were picking from by the end was not – didn't look good. <laughs> and,
1: and the bye weeks, are really going to play a factor because – if you picked guys with, you know, a, team, a roster with multiple bye weeks, um, you know, the same week, you're in trouble. Like, you really had to pay attention to that kind of thing, because you just don't have the bench space to replace these guys.
0: 100%. I Both my quarterbacks have a week 13 bye, but week 13 is so far away in this league,
1: I'm not worried about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I got the same thing. I think both my guys week 7 are on bye.
0: Right. Uh,
1: but... Yeah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> Unless Lawrence kind of lights the league on
0: fire, he, he can probably replace him. So
1: yeah, that's the thing. I'm not going to drop you know Josh Allen or or Lawrence if he's doing that well. So yeah, the bench bots are going to disappear. Like I'm going to have to drop my bench. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, it's going to be funny. Uh,
1: one guy I took super late, round nine. He he's going round six normally. Kenny Galladay. People didn't want to touch him with a 10 foot pole, and especially in this format where you just can't even afford to wait. Uh, yeah. Exactly. He's one guy I won't be dropping. I'll just, I'll, you know, I'll sit and wait. He's supposed to play week one. We'll see. Yeah, for sure. But, um, yeah,
0: absolutely.
1: I don't know. This It's such a big league. Like, I can't even really pick a team that, that looks like it's going to win it all. And because we're picking out players so often and, and teams are dropping, it's so hard to predict. Yeah,
0: exactly. And it's hard to tell what week one is going to be like that. What's your team name? Sorry, I'm just looking for it.
1: CDs nuts. <laughs>
0: uh, that's what I thought it was, but
1: are we allowed trading in this league?
0: No trades allowed. Oh boy! Um, yeah, you get what the wire
1: gives you. So this is uh this is such an interesting league format.
0: Are you sure you didn't change your team name?
1: No, I did. It's it's CDs nuts. You're gonna make me say it again. <laughs> One more time. (laughs) No, I I
0: literally can't find it in our list.
1: I took, I'm the fifth pick, or sixth pick. You're just looking to shred it or what?
0: Yeah, I was planning to, but. (laughs) I'm convinced you don't have a team in this league. (laughs)
1: Josh Allen, first pick.
0: Hmm. You're going to have to cut out some of the silence here.
1: Oh, no. Yeah, obviously I will. I thought you wanted me to fucking tell jokes or something. Cut out the (laughs) silence. (laughs) No, you definitely changed your team name. What?
0: Maybe I did. No, I don't think I did, man.
1: Just go to the Yahoo app I'm in it Well then where the hell is my team name Oh it's Mac and Cheese <laughs> <laughs> I did change it after the Mac Jones news <laughs> There it is
0: Yeah Okay There we go yeah I finally found your team here You did change your name You And you still had to say your old team name three times so. Yeah Yeah well, Everyone, that was a good one. Everyone wins.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no, you ended up pretty solid there. I think you'll be fine in the first few weeks. So yeah, I got that little uh,
1: Trevor Lawrence, you know, Marvin Jones stack, which I kind of forgot about, but that's that's a good one too.
0: You don't – you're not going to be desperate
1: to add anybody week one. Like,
0: you don't have to if you don't want to. You can save your fab.
1: Yeah, but yeah. I am not in a rush until, until the bye weeks, I think. I'll try to hold off.
0: It's not really your style to save any fab. Like, it's usually gone by week five or six, but –
1: it is. If you got
0: it, you got to spend it. Yeah. No, I think you did well there. Yeah, I love we'll your, Marvin, your Marvin Jones pick for your flex. Um, yeah, he could be in for a big year there with Lawrence.
1: We'll see. We'll see. Okay.
0: Yeah, and one more, one more draft to go. So.
1: Yeah, we got the League of Leagues draft tomorrow night. Um, we got to talk a little bit of strategy about that tomorrow, I think, during the day. Yeah, uh, plenty, yeah. What pick do we have again? Seven? We are pick,
0: actually pick eight, yeah.
1: Right, right, okay.
0: Yeah, and cool. uh, yeah, maybe a quick uh, League of League update. We are just days away from playoffs now. It looks like we're probably going to finish third unless, um, you know, one of the bottom teams can make a huge comeback and get a win against the second seed and help us out. But yeah, it looks like we're going to be third and we're going to be battling with kind of those teams in the three to six spots for um, getting through to the second round. So it could be tough for us, but yeah, I'm happy we made it, you know, third place that's pretty solid on the year so
1: it is pretty solid we um it's been an eventful season we've dealt with like a lot of injuries and extracurricular like outside of baseball stuff um COVID obviously paternity leaves like it's been a it's been a roller coaster this season (laughs) yeah like
0: Bauer and DeGrom are gone I think we've only got maybe two guys on the roster that were actually drafted yeah um Rosarina and maybe one other um, Albies, we brought back. Oh yeah, we we did. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he uh, left and came back to us. So, um, but that that must be it. Our pitching staff is completely turned over. Um, but we've settled into some decent guys. So, um, if things fall right, I think we got a good shot at a week one win.
1: We do. Uh, it'll be like you said, a tough battle. The team that we're projected to play, which. Uh, They're probably going to finish, you know, thirteen and eight, close to our record. They actually have the exact same amount of points for as us right now. So I was liking it super close. It just shows you how you know tight it is. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah,
0: and the the team in second is the same thing, where neck and neck in points. Like, even if we did, somehow, if they lost this week, points four would determine the seeding there. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it'll be a tight one, but. I think we'll do it. I think our pitchers, I think our pitchers will get it done for us. It's been a little rocky, but our studs are doing their thing, and we just need a couple of the, you know, secondary guys to go off. Yeah, and we made sure we held on to just
0: enough uh, player acquisitions because there is a limit in this league to uh, stream some pitchers if we need to, and in a pinch, if we're injured, we maybe have one to spare or so. But uh,
1: yeah, as hard as that bad. was. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure.
1: Uh, did we say where we're at in our matchup? We're we're clearly going to win this matchup this week.
0: Uh, we're going to win. It's the twelve seed. Um, they've kind of checked out. Um, yeah, and we're already pretty healthy lead, so
1: yeah,
0: we're fine there. And cool. yeah, hopefully, Albies can make it back before playoffs.
1: Cool, but yeah, um, yeah, drafted Thursday. We said that uh, strategy. Uh, we'll talk about strategy and then we can talk about that on the next podcast. Sounds good. Uh, yeah, and talk about our results. So, Sweet. Cool, man. Um, yeah, so next podcast we'll talk about the results of the League of Leagues draft. Uh, anything else you want to get into?
0: Um, I don't know, but... I know that within a few weeks of the start of the football season We're going to be thinking about our NBA and NHL drafts So it just keeps coming And we'll probably have to uh, take a look at some of the players there And some strategies And uh, yeah, figure out what we're going to do in those leagues So yeah, fantasy and trading keeps on rolling
1: It sure does And we got football next week So I'm super pumped (laughs) Exactly, yeah, we made it
0: So that's good Finally Right on
1: Cool, man. All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening this week. And uh, take care of yourself and have a great weekend. Thanks, everyone.
0: Have a good one. Peace. Later. Cool.